Hi, I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience. You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14-video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, We have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training, and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete, and the best part is it's absolutely free. To register, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much, and I'll see you there. A value I see held by so many of you bookkeepers and accountants is loyalty. And it's such an honorable quality, but it can actually become detrimental to the health of your business and maybe even yourself. Sometimes we value loyalty so much that we think we must persevere for the sake of loyalty and maybe money too. So in today's episode, I'm going to jam on this topic, which was inspired by one of my alumni of the Bookkeeping Business Accelerator. Hey, and welcome to the Ambitious Bookkeeper podcast. I'm Serena Shoup. I am a CPA and mom of three, and I'm running a virtual bookkeeping business mostly from my home. You're in the right place if you're a bookkeeper, accountant, or an accounting student, and you know that your purpose is bigger than sitting in a cubicle. If you're ready to learn some actionable tips and strategies to help you start and grow a bookkeeping or accounting business, I hope you stick around. So as I said at the top of the episode, first of all, welcome back. We are on episode 99, which is just incredible. I can't believe we're, we're, we've almost made it. <laughs> we've almost made it to 100. So next week, we're actually going to have a special episode. But before we get there, at the top of the episode, I talked about loyalty being an amazing quality that so many of you have. And this being inspired by one of my alumni of the Bookkeeping Business Accelerator, which is in fact open for enrollment as you're listening to this, if you're listening when the episode drops. And it's always actually open for enrollment, but right now we're running a special price and some special payment plan options to make things a lot more accessible to people. But anyway, one of my alumni a while back had submitted a comment or a question And it goes like this. I am right now going through making the decision whether or not to transition a client to another service provider. So essentially getting rid of a client. I made the decision to go forward as I think that's what's best for me and the future of my company. But the doubt and questioning yourself are so real. 
I think the old days of serving a client long-term and prioritizing them was the focus of businesses. And now I think it's prioritizing yourself in the client relationship. I think I'm somewhere in the middle right now, and it's a hard call. I want to be loyal and also not stay in a situation that doesn't seem like it's working. Not sure if this makes sense, but I hear a lot about just walking away from clients, and I really struggle with the loyalty part. I know a lot of others do too. Loyalty is a good character trait, so how do we balance that in our businesses? So... This was so awesome to be able to provide kind of some insight around this. And I'm not going to claim to have this perfectly down because I think we all struggle with this to some extent of knowing when to draw the line and walk away in business and personal of like balancing, persevering and just like sticking with your commitments versus what is actually best for my business and me as a human. So as a bookkeeper, it's really not uncommon to be attached to your clients. A lot of us build really strong relationships with our clients over time, which can make it difficult to know when it's time to let go, especially if you had, you know, certain clients when you first started your business, you feel like they've grown with you and they've been around forever. But just the same as with team, like the clients that you had initially may not be the right clients for you now in your business journey. You may have outgrown them. And that's the same thing with team. The team that were with you at the very beginning of your business may not be the ones that are a good fit as you grow. Not always, but you've always got to kind of make that evaluation. However, it is important to remember that running a bookkeeping business is not all just about relationships. It's also about making decisions that will ensure the long-term success of your company. Balancing loyalty to clients with prioritizing yourself and your business can be a really challenging task, but it is essential to running a successful and sustainable business. One of the most important things to keep in mind when you're trying to balance loyalty and prioritizing yourself is that you are running a business. This means that your top priority is the success of your company. And while it's important to build strong relationships with your clients, You also need to make sure that you're not sacrificing the long-term successes of your business for the sake of a client relationship. So for example, keeping a client that maybe is in an industry that's more complex than the rest of your clients, making it harder to outsource the work to a team member, and maybe keeping you on the hook for delivering to that client really isn't fair to you or the client. When you start to look at things this way, that it isn't just unfair to you, but also to the client, you can see that you're actually maintaining a sense of loyalty to that client and making sure that they are served well. You can be loyal to somebody and not have to be the one fulfilling what they need, right? You're maintaining that loyalty by realizing that you're not quite the best fit for their needs. And that's making sure that they're served well. And if you can't serve them well because you as the owner don't have time to be working on that particular client because you're doing all the things that need to be done to run the business, you're mentoring your team, you're, you're you know, talking to those other clients and maintaining all these relationships. And if they truly aren't a good fit, you're doing them a disservice and ultimately you're out of integrity. Now, what about like that soul sucking client? <laughs> if a client is causing more stress than they're worth, It's probably time to let them go, and I think we've all dealt with the client that expects the world and pays the least, causing us to resent them, to dread answering them, and when you don't treat them at the same level as the rest of your clients, 
and with the same care, you're likely already damaging your reputation with them and giving them a bad experience. So that's not really loyalty either. Another factor to consider is the long-term implications of keeping a client that's who's no longer a good fit. While it may be hard to let go of a long-term client, it's really important to consider the impact that keeping them on board could have on your business. If you're spending all of your time on that one client, you may be missing out on other opportunities to grow your business or work with other clients who are a better fit. I can't tell you how many times that this has happened for me and other students in my program. Once they finally rip off the Band-Aid and get rid of that soul-sucking client, almost immediately they either have a new lead or maybe someone even signs a proposal and they've not only replaced that client, but they've replaced that client with a better fit client and most likely a client that pays more and maybe will be easier work, right? Maybe not, but it could be. If it's a better fit client, it likely is inherently easier work. It's essential to evaluate each client relationship with a critical eye and determine whether it really is worth the time and energy that you're putting into that relationship. So much of this can be avoided when you get real about who you actually want to serve and build in processes in your business to weed out potentially bad clients, which is something that I cover in the Bookkeeping Business Accelerator, which, by the way, (laughs) shameless plug here. It is on sale right now. If you're listening when this episode first airs, we're um, running a promotion from May 22nd to May 26th and offering different payment plan options as well to make things much more accessible. But it's also really important to be honest with yourself and your clients. If you are feeling burnt out, overworked, or frustrated with a client, it's very essential to take a step back and evaluate the situation. In last week's episode, I talked about maintaining communication with current clients first and foremost, this is no exception, right? If you're feeling burnt out, overworked, or frustrated with a client, you have to communicate that as hard as it is. It's really important to have open and honest conversations with your clients about your concerns to see if there's a way that you can make things work. And if not, it's probably time to part ways. (laughs) It may be difficult to have these conversations. They can be crucial, though, in maintaining the long-term health of your business You'll stress out leading up to it, but something I always try to remind myself of is, this sounds really cliche, I don't even know like how this popped into my head, but short-term pain for long-term gain. This crappy feeling will only last if I never have that hard conversation. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) The crappy feeling you have about this will only last if you never have that conversation. If you decide to have the conversation, you will be able to move through the crappy feeling that you're having about the situation. And it is not your responsibility to worry about managing someone else's reaction or their feelings about it. And this is just business. If they are also entrepreneurs, which most likely they are because you're helping other business owners, eventually they will understand. They might have a bad reaction or feel betrayed or whatever, but eventually they will move on from it and probably forget about it and realize it's just business. They have to make hard decisions in their businesses too. Now, I want to address the part where we doubt ourselves even after we've either made the decision to disengage with the client or even after we've actually disengaged. Remember what I said about short-term pain. There's always going to be a sacrifice of some sort. 
So you can either sacrifice a little bit right now by having the hard conversation and know that that hard conversation will eventually be over and done with and you can move on. Or you can sacrifice much, much more of your well-being over the long term by keeping the status quo. And you may have to continue to remind yourself of this from for a time period after and continue to reassure yourself that you made the right choice. Having a community around you for this is also beneficial or a bit's bestie to hold you accountable to this. P.S. We have an amazing community inside of the Bookkeeping Business Accelerator. And I will add, it is pretty small compared to lots of other programs out there. So you won't get lost in the shuffle of those larger groups or programs and you will find somebody that if you don't have a biz bestie yet, I'm sure you will find someone in that community. And even if you don't, it's a pretty tight knit community and everyone is super supportive and encouraging when stuff like this comes up. So when it comes to balancing loyalty with prioritizing yourself, there is, as always, no one size fits all answer. It is also a delicate dance that requires you to evaluate each individual client relationship on a case-by-case basis. You can't really apply things blanketly because everybody's a little bit different. Each of your clients are a little bit different. Their personalities are different. However, by keeping your priorities in mind and being honest with yourself and with your clients and considering the long-term implications of either path, you can make the right decision for your business. I have faith in you. And remember, it's not just about being loyal to your clients. It's about being loyal to yourself, too, and your business. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. And if you haven't already, please, please, please rate and subscribe or follow, whatever they call it now, to the podcast so that you don't miss a beat with us. And next week will be a very special episode, as I mentioned earlier. We are airing our 100th episode, which I can't even believe I've recorded 100. Actually, I've recorded more than 100 episodes because we have some bonuses scattered in there. But I am bringing on my bookkeeper and resident designer, Tia, to help me answer questions submitted by our amazing listeners and students. And I can't wait for you to tune in and listen into that conversation. It's going to be a really good one. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you to everyone who helps make this podcast possible. Content and interviews are produced by me, Serena Shu. Our intro and outro music is written and performed by my brother, Ian Gilliam. Editing is also by Ian using his awesome sound engineering skills along with Descript software. Hosting and publishing is by Buzzsprout. And you can check out the show notes for links to all of these amazing resources and resources mentioned in the episode. Be ambitious.